Welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, where you'll learn all the best tips, tricks, and practical techniques for building the confidence levels you've always wanted. With inspiring interviews, real-life examples, and game-changing insights, this podcast is for women who know that mastering the skill of confidence is one of the most important things they'll ever do. Hello, and welcome back to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. I'm Jodie Bruce-Clark, the founder of Rise Women, and we hope you've been enjoying these episodes as much as we love creating them. And before I get started today, I just wanted to say a really big thank you to everyone who's liked or shared or commented, subscribed or even reviewed our podcast. Anastasia and I are thrilled every time we get any sort of feedback um, about this podcast and they've been just coming through our social media platforms and on our emails and we just we just love it. And every little thing you do as listeners to get us one step closer to our end goal just really makes us light up because we really want to make every uh, we want to make confidence every woman's new normal. And as always, today I have my business partner in crime with me again. So welcome, Anastasia, to the podcast. Hey, Jodie, and hi, everyone. We hope you're all having an amazingly confident week, but if you're not, do not worry. It's about to get a whole lot better. (laughs) It is. (laughs) This week's topic is awesome because it's so relevant to pretty much all women from all walks of life. Uh, So today we'll be talking about the confidence to talk to strangers and we're very excited about it. Jodie and I think this is so important because it's a skill that can help in so many situations but if you haven't mastered it, it can have a pretty negative impact on your life, especially when it comes to work or within the corporate sphere or even in your personal life. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, the confidence to talk to strangers is a theme that comes up for all of us all of the time. And so many of our clients ask for help in this area because you see, whilst many women have the confidence to talk about things that they know or, you know, to people that they're comfortable with, when it comes to speaking to strangers, sometimes their confidence just vanishes. And you know what? That is totally normal. It can happen to the best of us, even the most confident women, because our ability to talk to strangers is often dictated by our surroundings or our circumstances or even who the stranger happens to be. Yeah, that's so true. I I think I'm pretty confident talking to strangers in some circumstances and then other times it just doesn't happen. Yeah, I know. know. I'm the same, which is why in this episode, we're going to go through the three things you must do to be able to talk to strangers whenever you want. Great. Okay, so let me start because I love this first one and it's something that I actually do all of the time. And I mean, seriously, pretty much any situation that I'm in where there are people that I don't know and there's a good chance that I'll have to speak to some of them at one point or another, I do this. So the first thing you must do if you want the confidence to speak to strangers is you have to be prepared. Now, this preparation can come in so many forms, depending on how you want to approach it or, you know, who who you might actually be speaking to. But for me, it looks a little bit like this. So my be prepared strategy is actually two-pronged. Firstly, I have to prepare myself mentally and I actually do this by reminding myself of one simple thing that never ever fails me. So before I walk into any situation where I know I'll have to speak to strangers, I actually tell myself in my head, Anastasia, pretty much everyone who's in your life right now was once a stranger. So what are you actually afraid of? Mm, Yeah. 
right? I mean, it's pretty simple. Everyone is a stranger until you meet them. Mm. So the truth is that's not really the thing that bothers us. What actually stops us from speaking comfortably and confidently with strangers is fear. Yeah, well, that's so true. I mean, someone you've never met before isn't exactly terrifying, but the fear that kicks in often can be. And we're talking about you know fears like oh the fear of saying something stupid or the fear of talking too much or maybe the fear of not even talking enough or the fear of sometimes looking like a fool or not being able to start you know have that conversation or start a conversation but it really all comes down to the fear of other people not liking or accepting you yeah but the reality is this happens to almost everyone whether we like to admit it or not There's always that brief moment before you speak to a stranger that, you know, where there's a hesitation that just makes you stop a little. And then it's up to you to either go for it or retreat, not not go for it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You have a choice, right? Yeah. Uh, And this actually leads me to the second part of my be prepared strategy. So anytime I know I'll be meeting someone new, I actually prepare myself by thinking about some basic and generic conversation starters. So mm, this is yeah, good. not my retreat, right? This yeah. is, I've decided I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Um, but I need to be prepared for what that looks like. Now I'm not talking about things like, you know, do you come here often or <laughs> how about this weather? Uh, what I mean is I do my research. I think about who's going to be in the room and what common interests we might actually have. You know, if I'm going to a networking meeting, I'll have a really careful think about why these women are there. Um, And what I might have to say that could possibly interest them. You know, I swear I use this technique all the time. Mm. I mean, even if I'm going to dinner with friends or a party or wherever, I think, uh, you know, there'll be people that I don't know there. I have a really good think about who's going to be there and why they're there. And then I come up with two or three questions in my head that I can use to start up a conversation if I happen to find myself face to face with a stranger. Uh, Because honestly, there is nothing worse than that awkward silence when you're facing each other and there is literally nothing to say. Oh, I know. It's so awkward. That awkward silence (laughs) can be just a confidence destroyer because once you've felt that that what you felt that in a situation, it can be really tricky to get your head back in the game. Exactly. Right. So that'll lead us into the second thing that you must do when you want to talk to someone new, which is you have to be intentional. Look, when you're talking to someone you've never met before, the reality of the situation is that they've never met you before. So there's probably a good chance that they're just as nervous or uncomfortable as you are. And it's at this point that you have the perfect opportunity to create the conversation that you want just by being intentional. You get to decide who you want to be in that moment and what behavior or personality traits you are going to project. Which is great, right? Because that means the power of the situation is squarely in your hands. Okay, so here's a story about this to explain it a little better. One of my clients was telling me um, not too long ago about a camping holiday that she was going on with 10 other families that she didn't know. I mean, 10 families is a lot of strangers to have to deal with, especially when you're on holidays. But she made a very conscious effort to be intentional about who she wanted to show up as on, you know, on that holiday and on that camping trip. So, you know, she could have been the party pooper and just sat back and didn't get involved with anything because she didn't know anyone and it was uncomfortable. And probably that was a the easier easy default yep. setting for her or because it would have just been easier not to have to deal with so many new people. 
But, you know, she got really intentional. She chose to be a participant and she actually used those words when we were talking about it. She said, Jody, I've decided to be a participant, not an observer, which means she was really intentional about who she was going to be during that holiday. And those intentions helped her to create the confidence she needed to actually be a participant. Because you know what? Participants don't sit back silently and, you know, just wait for life to happen to them. They square up their shoulders, they hold their heads up high and they walk straight into the game of life confidently and powerfully. And in this case, very intentionally. Oh my God, I love that. That is so great because it really does put you in control of the situation, right? She had it. She, she had totally figured it out. Yeah. Um, And when you do that, you get to decide what kind of person you want to be. And that's so powerful because it feeds into the confidence that you need to become that person. Yeah. I mean, if you decide in a situation full of strangers that you're not just going to sit back and watch, then that decision alone will boost your confidence and allow you to make that first move and, you know, start that first conversation. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? She actually had a really great time. But And she was really proud of herself for pushing through the fear and, you know, creating herself not only a great holiday, but showing up as a fun, confident woman. And that was so intentional. That was came from that intention that she created before she went on that holiday, which was just awesome. Absolutely. I mean, of course, you'd have a good time when you do that, right? I'm, sh- I'm sure there are awkward moments or uncomfortable moments. Yeah, for sure. But as if you wouldn't have an amazing time and as if you wouldn't feel a great sense of achievement yeah when you decide to confidently and powerfully approach a potentially really uncomfortable or awkward situation yeah for sure okay so that takes us to the final thing you need to do when you want to create the confidence to talk to strangers now this one's going to sound like a bit of a no-brainer but just hang on hear me out (laughs) so you need to just be yourself yeah now when you do this some people might love you and others not so much But by doing this, by authentically being yourself, you're giving yourself the best confidence boost you can. Because by trying to maintain a facade or creating a persona that's not real, it can be really exhausting. And eventually, honestly, people are going to see straight through it. People can tell when you're faking who you are, right? For sure. Um, But if you decide to just be yourself, then you cannot go wrong. You can't fake that stuff. And I mean, sure, you might not have an instant connection with some people or some conversations might just kind of fizzle away until someone says they need to go to the bathroom. You know? <laughs> Get a drink. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to go to the bathroom. Check on the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Being yourself is just the best way to confidently talk to strangers because the truth is no one knows you better than you do. And, you know, no one is more confident or more qualified to speak about you or to connect meaningfully with others than you are. Yeah, Exactly. And actually, I remember you telling me this that story about um, when we were first discussing this topic about when we, you know, that time we went to Melbourne and yep. went to pre- present to the women in finance group. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So this is a time when I actually practiced all three of the things that we've just spoken about. So we're invited to speak at a women in finance event in Melbourne. It was like an end of year thing. Mm. We were so excited. We were so honoured and I was so petrified, right? <laughs> um, I mean, these people had invited us to speak about confidence and I was in a room full of these influential, powerful, successful people. And my mind just went, oh my God, what are you doing? Mm. You know, it instantly went to the worst as it always does. And I'm thinking these women are corporate powerhouses. What could I possibly have to say that would interest them? Uh, So it turns out there were men there too. And the group was really quite diverse. So Mm, I really had to come up with something fast. And they were just, you know, really interesting people. Um, In my head, I'm thinking these women are so used to networking. They're part of this great group. 
Um, So the night before the event, I took an hour to be prepared, be intentional and be myself. And I had a really good think about the type of women who were going to be there and what value I could give to them, especially as a part of Rise Women, right? I mean, what did these corporate women really want to hear from us about confidence? And I just came up with a few ideas and questions that I stored in my brain to use as conversation starters. And you know, you only need a couple because you're not going to start a conversation with the same person more than once. Yeah. Right. You only need (laughs) to do this once. So, you know, questions like, so how did you get involved with this group? Or what's your favorite thing about being a part of this group? Just something really simple, but really broad that can, you know, open up the conversation and it can just go any way they decide. Yeah. And you're in quite like, you're really opening up and being interested in them by using those, those sort of questions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And then I decided I had to be intentional, whether I liked it or not. Uh, and my intention was I was going to talk to everyone. That was my you intention. You were on a that mission day. that night. Yeah, yeah, I, I so was. You were like, this is what I'm up for. This is what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, I had a couple of glasses of wine. I was ready to go. Uh, but I told myself I had to make my way around the room and try to talk to as many people as possible. And I wanted them to remember me. Because honestly, how can Jodie and I speak on confidence if we're unable to model it ourselves, right? We, mm. we needed to be memorable. Mm. Um, and lastly, I decided I was totally just going to channel me. So I wore my red stilettos, which, you know, (laughs) if you've seen our website or you know me, you know, they're like my go-to thing. They always make me feel confident. Yeah. And I just prepared myself for the fact that some conversations might be awkward and some might be amazing. But in all of them, the person that I was speaking to was going to get a true sense of me and, and, you know, who I really am and what I stand for. And you know what? Sometimes it was awkward. Like I'd literally walk up to a group that was standing around talking and I'd just say, oh my God, sometimes these events are really awkward, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you never know what to say to start a, a conversation. Conver- yeah, exactly. Um, what a great conversation starter. Oh, to I say just it. owned I it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then they'd reply or they'd laugh or whatever and then I'd reply and bam, you have a conversation, people. Like it yeah, just yeah. happens. It's that simple. It is. It's just pushing through and taking that first step. I really yeah. love that. And it, look, I think that's such a valuable technique, especially for women who often have to attend networking events or find themselves in meetings or business situations where not only are they talking to strangers, but they need to be able to speak with them confidently and powerfully. Yep. And look, these techniques are great if you can make them work the first time, but you know, sometimes it's going to take some practice to get them right. But that's okay because you know, like with any other skill in life, and that's confidence included – you need to learn and practice the techniques before you can truly master them. And you know what? This just doesn't apply only to corporate or business settings. These techniques can be used in social situations as well. In fact, it's probably best to start working on them in a social environment where the impact might be less serious or not nearly as scary at, you know, at something that's very, you know, in a powerful corporate situation where you really need to perform. So somewhere just more casual, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. So all you need to do, as with all techniques, is to start small. And we talk about this all the time with clients. Like just start practicing building your confidence to talk to strangers using small steps. So, you know, like try starting a basic conversation with your dry cleaner or, you know, the the best one is that person who makes you coffee in the morning. You see them off, often enough, but you actually don't know anything about it. Like just start a conversation with that person. Ask them a question about their weekend or their day or you so know, something, something other than how are you? Yes. <laughs> just start a conversation of, yeah. of interest and practice. Remember, these are practice steps. Yeah. Or even that parent, you know, that 
that you've stood next to maybe for two years on the soccer field with you, at your kid's soccer that you actually haven't exchanged a word with. Yeah. Just start small and make an effort to connect with people because here's the key to all of this, right? Humans love connection. And you know what? Even if we find some conversations difficult or we consider ourselves maybe to be an introvert or extremely shy, human beings by nature still love human connection because we all know there's power and value in it that just can't be created in any other way. And look, humans love creating relationships in any form. And that all starts from the initial connection. You know, the moment that you realize that you have something in common with someone or you share similar interests, or maybe you totally get their sense of humor or something, right? And it sort of clicks. I mean, there are so many ways that people can connect, but it all starts with that first conversation. Because if that doesn't happen, then the person will just remain a stranger forever. And remember, you know, like we said earlier, if you're feeling uncomfortable because you've never spoken to them before, chances are they're feeling uncomfortable too because they've never spoken to you before either. And so here's a little tip. When you know you have to speak to a stranger or if you just want to, you know, approach someone you've never spoken to before, try starting the conversation from the perspective of, you know, what can I do to make this conversation or situation more comfortable for them? Because by taking the focus off you and putting it onto them, you're automatically putting your brain into like a help mode rather than a panic mode. That's so great. And you're telling your brain that your goal is to make that person feel comfortable and engaged. And while you're doing this, I can guarantee that the last thing you'll be thinking of is how uncomfortable or awkward you might be feeling. And then once that initial ice is broken and you've made that connection, it just becomes so much easier to just let the conversation flow after yeah. that, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's so great. I love that. I mean, it just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Deflect the attention away from your own discomfort and awkwardness and just focus on being valuable and helpful instead. Yeah, exactly. And I've I've done this so many times myself, especially when I first started in business and I was learning how to network. I was actually taught to look for the woman in the room standing by herself who looks scared or uncomfortable because, you know, she wasn't sure how to handle the situation. And now, you know, now they're, they're easy to spot because they're scrolling on their phone or checking their emails, trying not to <laughs> make all eye been contact, there. <laughs> right? Because they're like, oh my God, this is so awkward. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've all been in that situation, yeah. right? You go to a networking event and the purpose of the meeting is to meet new people but instantly you know you probably start seeing those little groups forming of women or men who already know each other you know those established networking groups they might see them you know see each other once a month and are totally comfortable in that environment they just gravitate towards it don't well that's they? right they're they, catching up they're going, they use it. but they're also looking for their comfort zone that's yeah? right yeah but they might you know they might have been going there every year every month for a year so yeah. they've got they've already got those established relationships but then there's those women on the sidelines you know the brave women who are putting themselves out there who don't actually know anyone yet and who are probably maybe even too scared or unconfident to approach one of those you know established groups it can where be intimidating it can be intimidating yeah. because they feel like they've they've already got a conversation they're already following up with each other they don't want to interrupt yeah and it and it 
can be uncomfortable. Yeah. It's you know, it's these women that need you to be intentional about because it's these women who need your attention the most and also who will help you network confidently as well. You see, while you're focus on, focusing on making, you know, that experience better for her, you'll be less focused on maybe how uncomfortable you feel. Yeah, and I tell you what, that person will remember how you made them feel, which builds a much stronger relationship from the beginning because they are thankful for what you did, that you went out of your way to include them and that you created an engaging and comfortable experience you know, for them. And th- this can happen in social situations too. And I know this because it happened to me just last Christmas. I was at a social Christmas party and, um, you know, I knew lots of people there, but the men had gone off and they were, you know, probably standing at the barbecue and having drinks or whatever. And a lot of the women, a lot of the women did know each other and they were all catching up in their group and chatting about something that was, you know, obviously happened that week or something. That you went across. That I was, I, you know, I knew of the, I knew these women, but not, I wasn't sort of part of their, their social group. Yeah. And I felt really awkward and I was sort of standing there like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Which is really very unusual to, for you, right? It was. So but this it was, is what we're saying, even the most confident sort of, of women. That's right. They were yeah. sort of all clicking together and they were, you know, and it wasn't in, sort of intentionally leaving me out, but I was sort of standing there because they were already, you know, involved in a conversation. Yeah. And another woman that I know saw me and immediately sort of called me over to her group. And, yeah. oh, my God, it just – and it was so – and I, rem- I remember that situation and I remember what that lady did for me in that moment because I was feeling a little bit awkward and not knowing where to sort of go or stand and not – you know, and, and she spotted that and she made an effort to make me feel comfortable she was intentional. At, that, at that party, you know. Yeah. Um. And I have, I've remembered that and I will do, you know, I've remembered her as well about what a, what a great thing to do. And how it made you feel. And how that made me feel. I was included. I wasn't standing there, you know, by myself, like feeling like a fool or a bit awkward or not know what to, who to talk to. Um, But yeah, she made a, she made a difference to me. And that's, you know, that is something that I remember. So this, you know, those sorts of situations where someone really helps you, you will remember that person and what they, what they did for you to feel included. And then you want to pay it forward, right? You know how great it felt to be included and, you know, lose that kind of awkward, uncomfortable feeling. So then you want, when you see another woman standing there, you can instantly relate to her and go, right, I remember how that feels. And then I remember how good I can make her feel. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great story. Yeah. Um, and I think on that note, it's time that we let all our lovely listeners take these three tips, and, mm. you know, about how to talk to strangers and go and put them into action, please. Yes. Uh, remember to push the boundaries of your comfort zone just a little by taking small steps and starting small conversations on your way to bigger ones. Uh, and we'd love to hear how you went. So feel free to direct message us through our socials or contact us through our website. We really, really love hearing from our listeners, especially yeah, when they're putting confidence techniques into action yeah. there's nothing better oh absolutely yeah and don't forget if you loved this episode and you want to hear more please remember to subscribe and review so we can keep bringing you the good stuff and until next time always remember with confidence anything is possible bye for now bye bye